threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Whoa, that's enough. Uh, how much is it? <laughs> I don't know. Very great question. And that's yeah. the question we're going to ask today, right? Yeah. How much is enough? Is this intro enough? I don't know. <laughs> is I don't this know. podcast enough? Sometimes I'm like, should we do an intro this dumb? How much is enough? <laughs> how much is enough? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting episode today, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. A, it is an interesting episode. Yeah. You guys don't know what it's going to be about. We don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> we're going to find out relatively <laughs> soon yeah. what it's about. For sure. Before we get to that, though, I got to tell you about BattleBox. It's not enough. You need more BattleBox all Seriously, the time. I because agree. it is the monthly subscription box full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival in everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Outdoor Element Fire Flute. You ever played a fire flute, Cam? <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> Gonna soon. How about the Condor El Salvador Blade? Now that sounds like sounds straight out of Colombia. Mm-hmm. All this badassness starts at or Salvador. Just- <laughs> El Salvador. Yeah, exactly. The place is named that. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like straight out of Texas. Come out of Tennessee, right? (laughs) The El Salvador blade? (laughs) El Salvador. Yes, sir. Straight out of Greenland. (laughs) Um, They've shipped over a million boxes and won best subscription box of 2020. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Reviews starts now. Hey yo! Hey yo! Hey yo! Oh hey! Nah. Hey yo! Oh hey! You going first? Or I go yeah, first. Yeah, idiot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're not listening to these guys, we swapped them. That's what happened here. Is it? Ha- is it all messed up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm like, confused. I'm looking at Mad Mad World, but I did hear oh, listener oh review. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that's right. Okay, man, that was a that was, that screwed my mind. That's up. what I'm saying. My mind was all because jacked. I was looking at my Mad Mad World article. <clears throat> yeah. And then that came up, and I was like, uh, uh, it's just. <laughs> that's okay. why I was confused. Well, we'll just do the listener review. Yeah. Let's, well, it's usually it should be listener review. I swip swip swapped them in here. Swipity swap. swap them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says idiots. So it does say idiots. That works out perfect. Perfect. If you're not listening to these guys, you're probably an idiot. <laughs> L-E-C-B. That's such a good... That was a perfect... Freaking review. Perfect time to put that one in there. Idiots. Five stars. Can't even get their uh, outline right. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's a great review. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad, mad So now world. it's feeling like it should. Okay, that felt normal. Man, it's really that weird. felt normal. So Australia this last week, they had uh, some issues going on. Flat pie. <laughs> Flat pie. And they, Up, yeah, they got into the, the internet wires probably. Something <laughs> happened here. But um, basically half of the country, 40% of the country's internet was gone. No kidding. And like phone, everything just went bye-bye. 
Um, so (laughs) exactly. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's funny though, because I was reading this article and like it was showing like some people that had issues that day because of the internet being being out. This is kind of funny. For one talk back radio caller, the first sign something was wrong with Australia's second largest internet provider, Optus, came when her cat's Wi-Fi powered food dispenser failed to serve breakfast at 6:10 a.m. and woke her pet up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and her pet woke her up. And then for uh, disability pensioner Chris Rogers, who needed painkillers for a knee injury that prevents him from working, the problem became apparent when he drove 30 minutes to the pharmacist and his electronic prescription could not be filled. Yeah. I just I thought this is crazy. that. Like, this is like, it's a real big deal w- when the internet goes we are down. You're so dependent on that Everything. system. It drives, it, it, Can't feed your cats. I'm not saying, I love the convenience of it. Yes. But man, it is going to just. It's going to be a catalyst yeah. for the Big deal. civil, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the entire economy, the entire world, everything just runs on this, and it it threw Australia into a loop. And they what they got like four computers over there. I don't yeah. know what they have, but uh, um, it really it, it was it was a problem for Go them. Go get too. my tam tams. <laughs> yeah, those are delicious. Well, Vegemite's about gone. How do I get <laughs> oh, yeah, that back Vegemite. out? That's another one. So it was nine hours, like a near total service blackout, and that provides forty percent of the country's internet. Wow. Yeah, so really insane that this happened. This was just a couple of days ago, too, I think. Man, um, to but, add to that, mm-hmm. so at our house, I my router said it needed an update. I updated it, and it just screwed everything up. I noticed like, because I was at your house the other night, and I had no, I had Wi-Fi, I it but was no down, It was down for like two days wow. because I couldn't get the router to... Um, to take the old firmware. And so oh. anyway, my kids lost their minds. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but the thing is, it like took a little bit of time and then mm-hmm. they started like drawing and I'm like, wow, like it's kinda nice. we need to do something different. And I clicked mm-hmm. it back on. We're <laughs> back to normal. Go watch but your But it's just crazy. Like yeah. it terrifies me. That yeah. Not only like, <laughs> you know, the discomforts of like food and water, the stuff that's like yeah. priority, it's that internet, man. They're, mm-hmm. Even I like, yeah. you know, it's like I use it a lot. Everybody does. You guys are using it through this system. Exactly. You're right listening now. to this because it's of it. Insane. But it's, uh, yeah, it's just insane how, how much we depend on it. Yeah. Well, is Australia still there then? Yeah, they, they apparently they're still there. Country as, still alive? As far as I can tell, <clears throat> they're still there. I could see that snowballing. Yeah, and uh, maybe I'll just add this one in too because I thought this was pretty hilarious. This is yeah. another one. Do it. Um, this is actually to uh, neighbors in, in New Zealand. Over here, um, car drivers armed with a playlist of Celine Dion songs have been plaguing residents of a small New Zealand city uh, for months on end with loud late night where siren did I see battles. That? Maybe it was just from your. It might have been. So basically, these people have been going out at like two a.m. with these vehicles with these huge speakers and just blasting My Celine Dion. Go. My heart will go on. And what was the one we were singing the other day? Um, uh, it's what's on, a really, really popular one? Um, it's all coming back to me now. It's all coming so back. Those yeah. are the two songs that they've just been like going back yes, and forth. Yes, we were singing that. Yeah, the- we were singing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, 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 they said these contests will start as early as 7 p.m. and can go on to as late as 2 a.m. Oh, I'd lose the mar- my freaking yeah. mind. 
is it's really loud music. They only play a quarter of the song, so it's like having a turntable and it comes to a screeching out. <laughs> so these people <laughs> are getting That's what he's pissed. complaining about. Yeah. People are getting real, real mad. Oh, I would get I would get <clears throat> furious about that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I can't stand music playing like, uh, when it's like after hours. So the mayor had he had met with the police after hours. <laughs> after hours, <laughs> yeah. But the the mayor met with the police. They're trying to figure this out. They got to get these these people off the streets in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, big big trouble. <laughs> big trouble. Yeah. That's what Australia is having to deal with. They're yeah. not in too bad a shape. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know. This one isn't like super exciting because you hear it every other day. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot, like a heavier amount of reports mm-hmm. that Putin has actually passed away. Oh, really? So this was even broadcast uh, in Russia. It said, "Attention! At the moment, there is attempt uh, to, um, for Russia. Russian President Vladimir Putin died tonight at his residence. Oh, wow! Yeah." Doctors stopped resuscitation and stated death. Now the doctors are blocked in the room with Putin's corpse. And they are Whoa. being held by president's security officers on the personal orders of Dmitry Kochniv, mm. who is in touch with and receives instructions from Nikolai Patrushev, mm. secretary of the Russian Security Council. So they're wow. saying that they're just like this doppelganger that's been out in the public anyway that ain't is now going to come into... <laughs> Like, he's going to be the main person that you guys all see now. Okay. And they said, I mean, it's happened well, only like 400,000 times. Yeah, for sure. But this, yeah, there's a lot more reports. Mm. So, I thought it was interesting. It's always interesting. It's like, I think every everybody that leads every country is, mm. has been dead like 56,000 times. At least. Times, so. At least. Well, Anyways, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to see what comes of that. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, today, um, this episode's a little bit different. Um, We kind of wanted to have a discussion, and that's kind of what today is mostly going to be, just having a discussion about this. And and really, the question is, like, how much is enough? Yeah, like, we'll have some, like, numbers in there and stuff. Like, we'll go through pretty quickly. Like, we've gone over it before, but but really, like, I think every prepper has this thought of, like, is three days going to be enough for for most things, or do I need to get to three months Mm -hmm. or the ideal is like one year or more. Yeah. But how it's, it's super hard to do that. And how much is really enough for you and for every prepper? I think that's, I mean, I'll I'll tell you right now, you're not going to get a straight answer on that one. That's the whole thing. Yeah. There's not going to be like, if you tuned in to like write down an answer somewhere, (laughs) you're not going to do it today. Right. We just want to get you thinking, right? We do. But, um, we want to, Basically, we want to talk about kind of getting that fine balance of like, you, you want to feel some discomfort of like, I need to get a little more. I need to do more. And I always feel that. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to spend every, you know, hours thinking about yeah. like, I don't have enough. I'm in trouble. That I hate that panic feeling. I do too. And I think I- think I've, you make poor decisions when o- you're in that too. Over the years, I kind of vacillate between like, oh crap, I need more to- I don't want to do it anymore. Or like, I yeah, don't need it anymore. I think burnout like I'm comes fine. a lot faster <clears throat> yeah. when, when you panic and, and overdo yeah. it. Or and so I, th- I, I go back and forth feeling like, oh crap, I, I feel a pull to go get more stuff or do this or do things more. And then I go back to where, ah, it's, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Everything's yep. fine. I don't need anything more. So it's Second like- Second coming ain't coming anymore. Yeah, I don't think well, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's, but yeah, it's hard. Um, and, and like you've heard everywhere and read, it's like prepping is a, isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. Like it takes time. Yeah. You've got to take it one day at a time and pace or one week at a time, whatever 
works for you. And not everyone will have that same number of gallons and pounds of food. And yeah. And sometimes it's hard to like you hear and you read, you know, of people and you're like, man, I, I should be doing way better. I do this for, mm-hmm. a, you know, I, we do a podcast for a <laughs> yeah, living. I, I should be way further ahead yeah. with my preps. But again, I, am and will always be a casual prepper. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, my I feel family that, has always been a casual prepper. I feel that all the time. Like, somebody says, yeah, man, I think I got, like, six months of food now. And I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. I don't have that. I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you also wonder, and we'll talk about that, is, yeah. like, do you have, like, I mean, do you just have the, the hard numbers of, you know, like, for example, it's like, I have, I don't know, two or three months of 25 year shelf life yeah. I'll never touch and it's yep. I don't I don't have all the calories planned out on mm-hmm. all of it I'm yeah you guys are disappointed right now I know I know <laughs> but it, it's not just about storing up supplies and, and riding into the apocalypse yeah. you know um, you've got to take steps and you've got to um, slowly kind of build your plan based mm-hmm. on your circumstances based on your um, what you can afford to do but I mean after we had the episode that talked about an EMP in a, in a total grid down, yeah. like it's like that can really and likely happen, but you also got to live your life. You know, like Yes. You've got to enjoy things and you got to like, I, I take prepping as kind of like a hobby <clears throat> that I like to do. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously for my family, mm-hmm. but um, I don't take it so serious that I'm just like, you know, if I don't have that year of food, I might as well just kill myself. Exactly. You know, I think that's the whole point of the podcast, right? The casual preppers podcast. That's because some name. get that it's way. They just like, I, you know, like there's an urgency every yes. day to get every single all day. of this. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, I mean, tomorrow you're going to regret it, and yep. everybody's going to kill you and take all your stuff. Exactly. So we wanted to just kind of go over those things and talk about them in a slow pace, yeah. in a casual way. Exactly. And then one of the biggest. Uh, things when we're talking about how much is enough, it always comes back to food and water, mm-hmm. right? And that's probably when when a lot of people clicked on this episode, that's probably what they were thinking, like, how much food do I need? How much water do I need? Yeah. And like, I'm going to listen to this so I can get it. Mm, you're probably not going to get it here, but let's have a discussion about it anyways. How much food and water is enough? Um, it's a very hard question to answer because it's dependent on so many different factors, Right. Yep, you can't just, there's not just like you don't look it up in an encyclopedia and say, oh, this is so how many much different factors. Is enough, right? <clears throat> but we can always start. I've looked for that number. I have too. And it changes everywhere you look. It does. But we can start at the very beginning and the very basic minimal suggested. And this is like by your very own government and pretty much what we suggest as a starting point as well. And that's FEMA suggests storing three days of food and water for every person in your family or group. Right? And what percentage probably does that? Very few. Per, like, like, it's low. Probably right? half or less. Yeah. It's pretty and so, sad. And, but, but I think that's the thing. Like, that's why it's a really great place to start mm-hmm. because it gets you ahead of most people in it most does. situations. And not, it's not like it's a, you're racing people, you know, but it does. It just gives you that Fine. leg up. <clears throat> yeah, it's a Trying race. to beat them all. Hell yeah. You tell me you got three months, I got <laughs> three, three months, months one day. two days. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So when we talk about that three days of uh, food and water, ain't gonna be enough. Yeah, ain't gonna be enough. Well, that's the thing. Like, is it enough? Um, but it's relatively easy to get, and that's why I think it's a really good place to start because 
it's almost like is it priming the <laughs> is it priming the pump a little bit for you to say, hey, I don't want to do more. That was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good to have that there. Is it a is it warm a, up the oven? Warm up that oven, baby. <laughs> Cam knows about it. He knows how to warm up an oven. You know, he'll preheat that PS all day long. Yeah, all day long. He knows. Uh, but yeah, is this it's enough? Even connected to Wi Fi, I can do it remotely. <laughs> it's got an app for that. Yeah, it does. Um. But but is that three days of food and water, is it enough? You know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it is. That scenario might work out perfect. Uh, uh-huh. But probably not when yeah. you're looking at the length of your life and the probability of things happening, right? For most emergencies and situations, this is probably going to be sufficient. Three days of food and water. Um, you know, and that's kind of along with what you normally have on hand. So you could yeah. pr- you could go more than th- you could probably s- go to five days or six days. Most people, yeah. I would I would suspect right. Um, but uh, again, it may not be, and that's where this whole thing gets a little tricky. What if whatever scenario you're going into, whatever emergency SHTF situation, what if it goes on for a week? What if it goes on for two weeks or a month or even longer? And that stuff's like, it's not unheard of. We see this happen all the time. You know, hurricanes and power outages. All the time, yeah. It happens. It happens all around yeah, yeah. the country and the world all the time. Yeah, and, and you see, that's why Red Cross exists. That's why those yeah. things are out there because it happens really frequently. And so, like, obviously us being preppers, those are the things that we think about. We don't just think about doing the bare minimum. We like to go a little bit further because those things might happen. Now, um, this isn't going to be for all preppers, and that's the whole point of this conversation. It really depends on you. It really depends on your situation. It really depends on some other factors that I think really play into this that a lot of people don't like to talk about that much, and that's like, how much can you afford? How much time can you spend on it? How much energy can you put towards uh, doing this? Because, you know, there's probably going to be at some point a situation where a week of stored food and water is better or two weeks or a year is better for, for sure. you. It's I mean, going to happen. In it, you know, in any situation where, how, how can one year of water be a bad thing? It's not bad. Yeah, sure. But it's like, I, I always think too of like um, people that are prepping, mm-hmm. I think they get discouraged when they just can't store two weeks of food in I know. the place that they live. And yeah. it's like, well, I don't really want to listen and, and stay up on prepper stuff because yeah. it's like I can't. This do it is anyways. all I can do, and this sucks. That's and that's what I like. I hate to hear. Like, I, and, I, and yeah, and that's I, why. Like, I think this conversation is important. Like, because we've had some people like yes. chat on our thing. Is like, well, that's not realistic. Yeah, I know. I mean, some most time it isn't, and you mm-hmm. don't have to do that to be a prepper. Like, that's yeah, exactly. Or to be prepared and stuff. You know, and it's hard to not feel that way when you r- watch certain YouTube channels for sure, or you. are like, to well, certain- I'm not even close to that. You'll be the one that comes yeah. or that rules the world when. Exactly. The income because yeah. I don't. I'll be dead. Because really, when you when you listen to experts or you you watch prepper pundits and you know they talk, they say that one year that is like the gold standard. <clears throat> That's what you should be shooting for. Yeah. If you're a good prepper, you've got a year's worth of right. food. And like. Sure. I mean, that's, that's what our religion and state is always taught too. Absolutely. It's like, get that year and it makes the most sense, mm-hmm. but it's not it's possible not, for it's everybody. It's not practical, right? It's Sometimes practical. it's really not practical yeah. or possible. If exactly. you can do it, like, great. Shoot there's, for it. Yeah. It's awesome. I think it's great, but from, I, don't, I don't accomplish any goals all day long. So, <laughs> exactly. Had this one set for himself. Yeah. But to be honest, like, I honestly think for most people, it's unrealistic. Yeah. And I think so too. And might be overkill. And that's yeah, that's like, but like you're saying, don't not do anything, and you can't. Everybody, yeah, 
That's that's the thing. I, I hate do not not. I just I, said that. Do not not. I hate giving that impression that people, if they haven't hit a certain number, that they're failing in preparedness. Like I don't like that. I like it's an open thing. It's each each to each their own type stuff. Yeah. I, I was looking it up and like the cheapest I could find for a one year long term shelf stable oh, food yeah. for a family of five, you're looking at fifteen K. I that, Fifteen thousand dollars. I expect. Yeah, I. You might be able to do it for cheaper than that, but it's going to be garbage, garbage, garbage stuff. And that's like this is like low end stuff. This isn't like really nice. That's, that would cost, huh? Yeah, for five. Wow, for five people, that's insane, right? It's a lot. And yeah, again, maybe you can do it cheaper if you're not buying the long term pre made shelf life stuff. You're doing beans and rice, and you can do it cheaper than that. But if you're, if we keep podcasting for forty five, <laughs> we years, might get there. We could maybe yeah. split it. We might be able to. Yeah. So and, and that doesn't even include water storage. Oh my gosh, yeah. that doesn't even include that. Not that that's super expensive, but there is cost to it, uh, obviously. And that is completely yeah, unreasonable. Food is tough. It's expensive. unreasonable for a lot of families. It just really is. It's unreasonable. And quality food at that, like you said. Yeah. Um, the great thing about that is you don't have to just go out and spend 15 K. You can do that over time, little mm-hmm. bits and pieces. And so that's like a, the thing too. It's like, yeah, if it takes you five, 10 years, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. That stuff lasts a really long time. So you're doing okay. Yeah. Um, but the thing is you still have and to most pay for likely it. in that time frame, whatever issue you run into is going to be three, yeah. three, you know, three, three days, days to a week, a week, uh, you know? Yeah. And so you're going to be set for those. The thing is you still have to pay for that stuff. You still have to find a place to store it. That's not easy. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to water, how do you store a year's oh worth of water? It's like darn near impossible. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's very, very, very difficult. Um, you know, and again, some people say, oh no, a year isn't long enough. You need two years, three years. It's like, oh, good gracious. Yeah. Ah, good luck. But maybe- My kids are in training of never drinking water. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. Come on, have some water. Uh, but maybe that sweet spot is in the middle. Is that enough? Maybe you should shoot for that three month. Um, it feels more reasonable yeah. to me, right? Three months is- like, yeah, I think for the majority, mm-hmm. for that, like, bigger goal mm-hmm. and where you live, yeah. that's probably the most doable. And that was sort of mine when, when I really started getting serious about it. That was my goal. Most of the articles that I read kind of ended with that one. They did. As being yeah. the best general mm-hmm. amount for for most. For most, yeah. But again- But, this, don't, but don't disregard the one-year plan. Exactly, like, yeah. Still work on that. Yeah. Um, I stopped at three months and then looked at <laughs> it since. But it just feels, it no, feels I've more, accumulated more. It's just. Yeah. For that me. That year of quality planned, like meals and food. As mm. a, when I hear people, I'm like, I want to know exactly yeah. what kind of, like, did you just go and drop 15K on yeah. stored, like, salt? Yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway. It's tough, right? But, you know, it's just, that three months to me feels more reasonable as a, as a big top end goal for cost, for storage for just sanity like you yeah. know what i mean that's why i like that goal but again yep. and also turn like you're less likely to waste yes with that shorter mm-hmm. we're not saying you just end there but no we're just saying like that's i think that's a really good one to yeah. set kind of your goal until at. you start considering like a complete grid down emp cme yeah, the event and now what are you going to do now that three well, months, that ain't survivable <laughs> yeah that three months seems inadequate Right. Um, so if you had that year's worth, maybe you're going to be that 10% that make it through because you yeah. had that year's worth. I don't know. Right. Again, I'm That's not going to, uh, yeah, it's I'm crazy. not, I'm not going to give you the right answer here because there, there really isn't one. So as you're, as you're contemplating 
Somebody's what? threw their notebook across. <laughs> Come on! Threw, threw their iPhone in the river, probably. But twenty minutes waste of time <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Um, but uh, a, a few things to consider as you're trying to figure out what your right answer is on the food and water. Right? What disasters are you preparing for? What is most likely to happen to you in your very specific situation in your very own geographic region. And that just comes back to doing that risk assessment we've talked about, right? Going down the list, seeing what those things are. Yeah. Uh, how big is your family or your group? Um, what special circumstances maybe does your family have? Does somebody have special dietary needs? So like those things sort of yeah, dictate tough. how you do this sometimes. What is your financial situation? Because right. in I would never in a million years tell anybody who's in a situation where it's like paycheck to paycheck or it's tough, which is like more than half of the United yeah. States, probably. If, if you're in that situation, I would never say, yo, you got to get three months of food. Like it's unrealistic. Right. It really is. And it's crazy how many times I still hear people like, well, free out be garbage. It's going to be bullets. I just had that comment yeah. the other day. Like everybody's just like currency and, yeah. you know, it's all going to be trash and mm-hmm. you're going to be glad you just have bullets and, yeah. and bullets and bullets. And mm-hmm. It still exists that like people yeah. just think like, I'm going to spend my money all mm-hmm. now because it ain't going to matter anyway. I'm like, yep. mm, I don't it probably think will. <laughs> yeah, it's it probably e- will. As much as I, as <laughs> much as all of us would love to run away from worrying about money in yeah. the end, like, it ain't going to matter anyway. Yeah, again, It's going to matter. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that we're not them hardcore people. Yeah. We're, we're the casual preppers podcast. We, <laughs> right. we take that moderate approach to everything we still, in this, yeah. right? There's um, still a normal life that we live. Exactly. And that's... Yeah. More than yeah. So, what is your financial situation? That's going to dictate what these numbers look like. Do you what? Is, what does your space look like? Do you have a one bedroom a studio apartment in downtown New York, or do you have a six thousand square foot home in uh, Arizona? Right. <laughs> Those are going to be very different. Yeah, on the Wasatch Front. Uh, Wasatch. <laughs> you make some freaking money, bro. Um, do you have skills that can help you procure food? Exactly. Do you do you know how to hunt? Do you know how to fish? foraging, gardening, farming, all of those things can help you determine, well, maybe my number doesn't have to be quite so big because I'm going to incorporate this into my plan once it goes down. And you can't, obviously you can't rely on those things, but I think they can be part of the assessment yeah, you have to. as you're going through it, right? have to look at the skills. Yeah. Are you willing to spend more time, money, energy, and resources on more food and water? This, this is a thing you really need to ask yourself when the possibility of using it is relatively low. That is hard, man. That is like one of the hardest things. It's I think like, about it all the time. Me too. Because I'm like, man, should I put another hundred bucks this month into some long-term food storage? And I'm like, yes. Oh, but you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't. But then I look at it. I'm like, how realistic is it that I'm going to use it? No. Because I've, I feel like I've already got that This goal. goes through my mind like monthly. All the time. <laughs> I'm just right? like, I should be doing a little. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because I'm like, I feel like I've hit that goal of that three month period. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I feel pretty good with it. You know, me personally, again, this is going to be different for everybody. So I'm like, do I really want to put more money into that? Yeah. Do I want to put it into a 401k? Do I want to, you know, put it into the Toyota Tacoma? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's really where, where I want to put it. <laughs> Can you eat the Tacoma? <laughs> Can I eat that, that Tacoma? It starts with <laughs> taco. Taco coma. starts with taco. Um, so anyways. Ooh, taco coma. Yeah. I've been there before. I'm a door. <laughs> Angelo's like, oh, dang. I'm not being there, yeah. <laughs> so just take all of this into consideration when you decide how much is enough. Again, don't let us, don't let Cam and I tell you, don't let the government tell you, don't let that YouTuber that's telling you that the world is ending for the fifth time this month. 
Don't let him tell you how much you need. You got to decide. I like that. that. Yeah. Like you can dig all day and you will yeah. get super frustrated because you'll mm-hmm. get all these different numbers and times. And, yeah. And us saying three months. Yeah. A lot are going to scoff at that. For sure. But, on both sides. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be people say that's not even close to enough. There's going to be people say that's way too much. Yeah. Bro. You guys are not casual. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, for sure. Uh, yeah. So um, speaking about the financial aspect, yeah. you've got to think about um, what you need to do to have readily available cash. And and I don't only mean, I'll talk about the actual cash that you can, you know, mm-hmm. pull out of your pocket and spend right there and, and then. Um, I'm talking about having an emergency fund anyway. Yes, yeah. That is in a bank mm-hmm. and, you know. Yes, that that has its risks, but and we still use to, a bank. Yeah, yes, we still we don't put it under our mattress. Yeah, it's not all in gold and silver. I know, right? Okay, right. The, the, not yeah. for us, anyways. Yeah. Could be for you, exactly. Not for us. Maybe you love that stuff, yes. and you feel that's the best direction. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Do it. Yeah. You know, you're going to have some value. It's you yeah. know at some point from for somebody. It holds value wonderfully. Yeah. So, um, but cash, you have to be smart financially no matter what you're doing like mm-hmm. if you're going to be a prepper you can't say that the financial system and banks and everything and we're not, and the dollar value is going to be nothing mm-hmm. within weeks of a crisis right very unlikely um but like but but can happen could happen yeah <laughs> but so what we're saying is what i'm saying is like um experts like they recommend that you have enough cash on hand to pay for one month of the most critical living expenses mm-hmm. If you can store that cash in your house and feel like you can use it, like if yeah. the banks and grocery stores and all that will actually use it, then do it. But um, I'm just saying in general, have that money available um, for, you know, at least a month that you yeah. can out of pocket, rainy day funds, anything that's going to pop up that you're mm-hmm. not expecting. And if that never happens, the good thing is you have that those funds that have not been touched that you can use in the in the early event, in or early yeah. moments of an event where you're like, I can go and hurry and pick up some gas water, and and just you know not worry about that. So are you saying so that one month are you, are you saying cash on hand or like just available like physical funds. available funds? Yeah. Okay. So so sorry, I'll get mm. to the cash part. Okay. So yeah, this is no, just available. That's fund. good. Yeah. Clarify that. That, that um, makes total sense to me because like. If I have $1,000 in cash, say that I need to pay for my house payment, how do I get that to my Through and into mortgage? The, yeah. That's the thing. Like, the system yeah. is most likely going to come back line or be intact. Yeah. And it's like, if you have it stashed under your mattress, yeah. it might be harder to get that back in and, and operational. Like, sure. Or, you know, usable. So, with this, we're talking would, about a rainy so day So, right fund, now, we're just talking about funds in general, account. cash, or, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or yeah. Savings, exactly. Savings okay. is more what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, and this doesn't include mortgage and bank mm, loans. I see. So yeah. 90% of you Utahns, this doesn't apply to you because, <laughs> yeah. well, it does apply, but um, this is outside of that because okay. if you're figuring in your Netflix bill and all that yeah. stuff, like, um, that's a, it's going to be a lot more. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is, is you want money for your living expenses to feed your family to transport them around and, you know, mm-hmm. be comfortable, eat and drink, keep the power on. That's okay. ca- that's more what I'm talking about Makes here. Makes sense. Most experts recommend having enough to pay for a month of that. Makes sense. So, um, so you need to review your monthly finances and determine how much that might be. Ugh. It's different for everybody. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you're going to want to cut back on <laughs> things that you 
can easily enjoy and have access to now. Mm-hmm. But that emergency cash, uh, and I say cash, but it's it's basically a savings account for rainy right. day funds. Now, the other part is having available cash that you can, you know, you don't have to use your phone mm-hmm. or your credit card or yes. Venmo or PayPal. Like you want cash in your hand that you can actually use. We've talked about this amount and this can, this is, this is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Short-term emergencies. You're looking at like $500 to a thousand dollars. That is hard to hold on and have <laughs> yeah. safely in your house. I mean, yeah. you, you need to have it put somewhere safe that it won't get ruined, stolen, taken, I mean, you know, this one has always been really that hard you're not for me. dipping into. Yeah. It's so hard. Sometimes you're like, Oh, She's selling Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. Here's a $20 bill because exactly. it comes out of your envelope that you have. I do that crap all the time. Um, yeah, I need to I need to really sit down and do this. So I've, I haven't been great at so this. So I have the other part. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. That part I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with and I have. But I but this cash fund goes like this. I know. It goes like, oh, we got paid for something. I'm all, I'll keep that cash. Yeah. And then it builds and then I, get, I end up using it for something. So Like, to be honest, like I have... I don't even have 500 right now. So that's where it's just hard to do I don't know where all the time. Yeah. So like I've got some in my EDC pack. I've got some in my bug out bag. I've got some in my truck. And then I have a little bit in the house. And that's, and I do like the fact that I have it spread out, which is, uh, which feels to, good. I agree with that too. Which feels good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think like in the house, I only have like a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, so don't come trying to break into my house yeah. to get a bunch of cash because there's only a hundred bucks. It ain't worth it. Um, I but, carry a hundred dollar bill on me. Mm-hmm. That's but nice. Sometimes that might not get, you yeah. might not be able to break that one hundred. You don't, know what I mean? I wish I should carry a hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't. I I used to have a I've, twenty it's, in it's my, come in my handy. phone. Like yeah. I have it tucked in my um, butt crack underwear. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was gonna say. So don't try and come get it. Good luck getting that. No, I yeah. yeah but like, mm-hmm. I, I feel comfortable having cash on hand. Yep. But a lot of those places, you know, like. Food trucks and stuff like that. They're yeah. like, won't take a bill over twenty. Yeah, you're like, well, exactly. great. Well, it's twenty two dollars. But want it me is to do? cash, and it, they're yeah. still going to take it. Mm-hmm. You just have to cut your losses with the yeah. full amount. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. So they say, um, and, and these are most recommendations that I've looked through different financial institutions. Mm-hmm. I've looked at um, emergency plans from different states, and a lot of them say in a short term emergency, you want to have cash that's readily available. You know, tangible cash mm-hmm. in your hand. Between five hundred and a thousand dollars. Yep, and that makes sense to me. It totally does, and preferably in kind of smaller bills, like yeah, twenties, fifties are probably the biggest you want to go. Yeah, and again, this is like these aren't hard and fast rules. That's the whole point of this. Like these are recommended, but if you have a hundred dollars, that's so much better than zero. Exactly. Right. Like you yeah. don't don't think that if you don't have this because obviously I, I just told you I don't have. It's this. hard to have cash. It, yeah. I feel nervous about it all the time when yeah, it's sure. not in a bank. Yeah. And that's probably backwards. It probably is. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the bank's probably gonna screw you before. My problem is is I don't see it as real money anymore. Like nobody it does. Feels like play nobody money. Does. And it's so crazy because it like I didn't grow up that way. I know. Me either. But like it's gotten to the point where like. Oh, this is extra cash. My wife doesn't even know I have it. Nobody knows I have it. I can go buy another energy drink and nobody's going to say a word because nobody <laughs> knows traceable. I spent no I can't you can't trace it back yeah. to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really weird. It is kind of nice that how way. not that I'm like hiding purchases from my wife, but you know like your mind that like you just think of it that way. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. So weird. It's funny I was just thinking this week like I hate like 
we're coming into cold, which I like the cold, but mm-hmm. when we get into winter. Yeah. But I was like putting on a jacket that I haven't worn since winter and I opened it up I'm like twenty dollar bill. Oh heck I'm like, yeah. Man, that's, that's you gotta love that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, for and sure. I've spread it all over the place. <laughs> Most places I don't even know where it's at. Yeah. But yeah, you gotta have that um readily that's good. available cash. Yeah. And then if to stretch it out a little more, say you have that and you haven't and you know, and you've been you've disciplined yourself to not touch it. Mm-hmm. Add a little more to it for medium to long term, you know, a three to six month living expenses. <sighs> Thinking about that, mm-hmm. we could probably pull that off with food, maybe for three months with yeah. readily available cash. Yeah. S- six months, including like trying to pay no. for like my mortgage and stuff, I'd have to have a massive amount it's in tough. my house. It's I'm not, tough. It's not I'm not I'm not saying my house is a lot, but it's just like all those bills. Yeah. That's a lot of money to have. Like cash on hand, like physical (laughs) dollar bills. Yeah, Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So, um, but it's funny because it says medium is like a thousand to two thousand, and cash to cover three to six months. I'm like, you're gonna need about Mm. six to eight thousand. Yeah, just food and water and utilities. I was gonna say that doesn't seem right, does it? No. Um, and then the long term. I guess I. I guess I. That was long term. That was long term. Yeah, Yeah, long term is more of like financial, and and a lot of places will say that have cash that's available in any form mm-hmm. uh, the like cash stored around your house for three to six months is super tough yeah but i think it's uh, it's definitely doable and it's something that i've looked at as like if i were to lose my job and have to search for a new job mm-hmm. i want three to six months preferably six months yes but that's a lot of money yeah it like is. It's it won't go very far <laughs> no it won't go very far so no. but anyways um so just to kind of summarize it's like Make sure you have a rainy day fund mm-hmm. that's available in some form. It's easy enough just to keep it in your bank and have it available through the most likely way of paying for things. Yeah. Like the financial system, the grid, it's going to stay up in most cases. But yeah, mm-hmm. expect to lose that money though. And, yeah. and it's not going to kill you if you do. Like mm-hmm. don't plan that that's the only cash you have. Yeah. And then have readily available cash between five to five hundred to a thousand dollars, five dollars yeah. to ten dollars. But again, it, it's very dependent on you and your situation. Exactly. How much is enough? So I, I know those know. are like, I don't yeah. Know. So, anyways, um, but and then the last statement on here was uh, I can't remember what website. Um, it said you know only prep to the point to where you're comfortable, and that includes financially. Do not charge and say, oh, there's no tomorrow to think about. Yeah. If you can't afford day-to-day expenses and stockpiling is impacting moving around your house, stop. So It's not good, yes. So it's just kind of good advice to like, we talk about these numbers, we talk about saving your funds or, you know, an emergency day funds. You still got to live, still got to eat, you know, each and every day. So this is a plan to have, but, and and to work on, but again... (laughs) Yeah, your, your your situation right now, especially in our economy, this just might not be possible right now. For sure, the next uh, section we kind of wanted to talk about was like grid down supplies. And when we talk about grid down supplies, we're talking about like generators, power supplies, and fuel preps. Um, I wanted CPAP machines. Yeah, CPAP machines. I wanted to start with fuel because it's talked about a lot in in the prepping community, and it's so important. I looked up a, a stat that says the average American uses one point five gallons a day of fuel. Like just overall with everything. So that just shows you that it's really important. Everybody's using it every single day. And when an emergency hits, you know that those gas pumps are one of the first places that start to get for sure insane, 
right? We've seen it. Like we've seen it with our own eyes when COVID hit and when, um, remember there was that earthquake out in Salt Lake and there was this, uh, rumor that the plant was shutting down. So the fuel yeah. was going to be low. <laughs> so crazy. Literally everybody in town. That was, spread was, so fast. It's insane. All the gas cans were sold out. They like, were sold out. Couldn't find them for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So obviously storing fuel is usually a good idea. Usually. Uh, you, but again, you got to decide on your own. But it's also one of those things that is a huge pain in the butt. Like I it's a hate huge pain in the butt. I you think water's it. hard. Yeah, fuel's even worse. To store gasoline, and I know it's not. I it's store hard. next to each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're interchangeable. Um, yeah. but it's just one of those things that just I hate to try and deal with because it feels like a lot of work. You know what I mean? Maybe Gas it's not. Is not freaking cheap, and man. it's not cheap. Yeah. And there's no great long-term solution for storage. It's not like you can buy five gallons and it's good for the next 20 years. That's not how it works. No. And it takes up a lot of space and you have to constantly be on top of it. Treating it. And treating like it. And rotating it. Rotating. It's worse Ugh. than anything. It is so hard. Um, so many experts obviously recommend having fuel for your generators and for your vehicles. And so when we talk about for your vehicles, they specifically recommend having enough um, extra fuel stored so you get to like a bug out location. That makes sense. If you need to, right? Totally makes sense. And so, doable. And it's doable. <laughs> but how much is it? Like, what, is that, what does that mean? Is that 15 gallons? Is that 100 gallons? I don't know. How much is enough? For my yellow truck, that's 36 <laughs> gas cans. That's 36 gas cans. Again, this very much depends on your situation. How close or how far is your bug out location? Yeah. What kind of gas mileage you get with your BOV, right? <laughs> that's like Cam was talking ORV. about. ORV. ORV. <laughs> Bullet holes. Um, How far is it to resupply in town if you need in, in a situation, right? Are you in town? So, like, you're not going to use a ton of fuel if you got to go scavenge or even just go to the Red Cross tents yeah. or get to the grocery store or something. Um, there's a, a lot of factors to consider here, uh, but you don't want to go overboard. And that's the thing. I feel like uh, you can go overboard. And, and some of the numbers I've heard people say, it just feels like it's a lot of fuel and it's so much work. And like, can you even get to that and utilize that fuel before it goes bad, yeah, before exactly. you have to refresh it? I don't know. Um, so, just consider that. And like all these things, like with that, like amounts, mm -hmm. you're like, I would do that if I could. Yeah. Like if I had a plan and structure and everything to do it, it's mm -hmm. like, that's why it's funny. It's like, how much is enough? Depends. Like depends. My parents have yeah. a diesel tank and a fuel tank on the farm for tractors yeah. and, and machinery and everything like yeah. that. If I lived on the farm, I would keep that thing full, up, full you know yeah. what I mean? And then but probably it makes sense guarded. In, in that situation, it makes total sense. Yeah. So it's right? like for them, how much is enough? It's mm -hmm. a full 100 gallon yeah. gas tank that they have on exactly. the farm already. Mm -hmm. But for me, no. it's probably another a five gallon thing. <laughs> but again, yeah, maybe the five gallons is sufficient. Yeah. I don't know. You got to determine that. Um, how much do you use fuel? Do you have a, a lawnmower that you're using it, you know, in and out every year that you can help refresh with it? I don't know. You just have to decide that. I, I can't tell you the answer, Cameron. Um, other aspects of grid down supplies would be like um, a generator, you know, and, and then other ways to power stuff that's like solar powered, battery backups, you know, anything to power critical devices. Yeah. 
Um, you could go drop 8K or 10K oh and generate your whole, uh, you know, power, yes. diesel power generator for your whole entire home. That would be amazing. And that's what and I'm I saying. I want one bad. It but. would be awesome. You can get like one of those whole home generator systems, like a propane backup. You know, everything is just perfect or a total solar setup with the, with like uh, Tesla battery banks. And, oh, that'd be so oh, so freaking awesome. Is it necessary though? Probably not. No. Right? Maybe. Could be. But maybe that's one of your biggest goals and yeah. go for it. Again, it's very it very much depends on you. It's going to be super useful for power outages, um, but most of the time, those power outages are just a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, so it's not that big a deal. But for a long term SHTF situation, you're going to be super stoked that you have that insane backup system, yeah. right? Um, so you just have to determine. It. I can't tell you how much is enough when yeah. it comes to that. That's hard. Um, um, but again, don't don't let it get out of hand, I think is the thing I would say. And yeah. that's probably for most of this stuff. And we'll probably it is wrap it up with that statement, but just don't let it get out of hand. Like I don't think a regular dude in the s- suburbs needs a hundred gallon tank. <laughs> right. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't think so, but yeah. Whatever How much is enough? How much? No. Your sanity is yeah, a right. limit. Exactly. Um, How many, Black Friday emails and ads have you gotten? Uh, quite recently. a few already. Apparently, Black Friday starts mid-July now. Yeah. But you're going to be doing a lot of shopping. Mm-hmm. You need to be very safe about it. Yeah. Because just recently, um, I had my credit card, my old Navy. Yes, I shopped there. <laughs> <laughs> they called, and they were like, we have some suspicious charges. They didn't call. They actually, I got a text, and then I called mm-hmm. them, and... And then um, they took everything from me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, you definitely have to verify with yeah. all that stuff. But um, yeah, somebody got a, got my credit card number somehow and mm-hmm. started, you know, buying things to a point to where I decided, okay, I have a VPN and I I, I go online with Surfshark mm-hmm. and I do it safely. I want more. Mm-hmm. Um, Surfshark offers more. Oh. They are the best VPN, I'm telling you, because they're affordable, it's easy to use, and it'll protect all of your devices. Mm-hmm. Have that. can put it in my router, which I need to do. I use it on my phone. Yeah. I just turn it off and on. Um, but you can actually get their OnePlus also uh, that'll monitor your credit cards and stuff. So oh, nice. pretty awesome. Pretty sweet. Anyways, um, but you can have it too um, by using, you know, the old mm-hmm. standard promo yeah. code, Casual Preppers. It'll give you 83% off from 24 months, plus they'll throw in three extra months for you. Great deal. Over two years for less than 60 bucks, you will not find a better deal for a VPN. And you can even, I think it's a little bit additional to yeah. monitor your email and all that stuff. But go to surfshark.deals. This is coming in right now. <laughs> I'm getting right into my surfshark.deals slash casual preppers for 83% off from a VPN to protect you during this holiday season and shopping online um, for less than 60 bucks. That's you will, a good deal. Yeah, and you can even try it out for 30 days, and if you don't feel like you use it or like it, um, then you can get a refund. If that ain't a good deal, I don't know what a good deal is. There, this is a Black Friday deal all the time. All year long. Actually, when you do go shop Black Friday deals, throw in our code everywhere. <laughs> See what Might happens. Might work. <laughs> yeah. Might work. I'm not saying it will. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it won't. Yeah. So, Yeah, so let's talk about... Um, the medical side of it, like medical supplies, Cam. I want yes. to talk about that. Actually, I don't I, want to. I, I want, don't want you, to. I want you to talk about it. I don't it, want to. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so medical supplies are uh, the next thing that you should consider. Like, um, how much is enough? That's, oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> this is a tough one because um, it's. I think people are kind of seeing that this is a well, maybe 
don't know. I see patients Some every day people that I'm have, like, you don't yeah. get it. Um, but like every year we see when, when flu season kicks up and all that stuff, like over the counter meds become mm-hmm. like scarce and, and you can't get liquid ibuprofen and stuff like that all the time. So how much is enough for you to store at home to take care of your family? I don't know, <laughs> but it's all available now. And like for me, we try to kind of get that stuff lined up. I think in our cabinet now, I feel like we have enough for six years. Do you? Like, oh, we're I feel not like very bottles good at are that. falling out when yeah. I'm like just getting the Tylenol. Or I'm something. always out of like Pepto and stuff. Like, I never have. Oh, I got three bottles up there. I got to get more. Been able to cut back a little bit. Heavy. That's yeah. good. <laughs> been, been tapering myself off. <laughs> um, but like, you can go pretty overboard with medical supplies too. Mm-hmm. Like I like we like I've said on the uh, bags, you could buy this trauma kit. You mm-hmm. could have like a full OR suite in a bag. Oh yeah. But do you even know how to do it? Like, you, do you have the skills to use those things? And are you most likely to to actually have to do something like that? That's like I have such a hard time with that because I haven't taken a lot of time for those types of skills. Yeah. Right. And I and then I always think, well, I got cam. Yeah, I do think. Do you know what I, I mean? I do think in certain things like this. Yeah, you've got to think of like what's more efficient for me mm-hmm. to to kind of like use a friend that has. Yeah, like I think you do. I think you, like I've t- I talked about that in another section as well. I think if somebody is um, proficient and and very skilled in this area, or if it's an area that they really like to prepare. Yeah, for you can decide maybe that means i don't have to do as much maybe it means i dial that back and i dial something else up right like i wouldn't expect you to like store up all this stuff now because like i would expect to take care of your family too exactly (laughs) your dad surely thinks i'm going to well i'm just he's doing it now but in the next section that's the whole thing i'm talking about when we get to ammo and and weapons like maybe you're not thinking about that quite as much because you know, like my dad is like yeah, loaded. That is like down on my list. Do you know what really I mean? Far because you pull that down. Yeah. So anywhere in Vernal, I could probably find a gun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, although that could be bad. That could be bad yeah. too. But yeah, so um, like prescription meds and things like that are a different story. If you're dependent on those and and you don't really have a choice, you can't go off from them. You can't change things in your right. life to actually go off from them. Then mm-hmm. you have to have a really a really good plan. Mm-hmm. How much is enough for you? I mean, I've talked about mostly trying to get that 90-day supply so that mm-hmm. you always have at least a month or two in that script that's going to be available when yeah. you're unable to go get your prescriptions, like Kobe it, just said it, in it's that funny. news article. Yeah, but I was talking—it was funny because I was talking about this with my mom the other day because um, she has some— Meds that she has to take all the time. I'm sure you know about. Yeah, I'm sure I don't. You, I'm sure <laughs> you know. Um, um, oh yeah, your mom. Let me. T- <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Um, she got a lot of problems. <laughs> she got. She loaded. Um, <laughs> but um, I was talking about it. She's like, I don't know how to get like extras. I'm like, well, it's hard to get extras, but like if you could just do the 90 days. Yeah. It's so much better. But she's like, my insurance won't pay for 90. That's days. That's what's frustrating. And I'm like, duh, that sucks. It does suck. And some you know? of those. Um, there's, there are options like good RX and things mm-hmm. like that. Just, I know it's like some of the meds are very expensive, Yeah, but some of them aren't and mm-hmm. you don't know that. And so you kind of have to do your research to find out, okay, well, if I get a script yeah. and my insurance won't pay for it, maybe this one time mm-hmm. I'm going to pay out of pocket. So I have a supply that's, and then go back to having your insurance. That's kind of what I told my mom. I, I think that's what I told her anyways. A lot I'm of like, meds will do a lot of meds. You can do that. Yeah. I'm like, you, you might have to them. pay more for that one ninety day supply, but that means that you always have 90 days on hand. If you just start cycling through them. Yeah. Right. 
So yeah, exactly. So um, for meds, I would say for prescription meds, you want to have an unused at least thirty day supply. Yeah, thirty day supply for um, prescription medication that you can fall back on. Um, and then I would always try and get 90 day supply when you get your med refills and things like that. It's pretty, pretty, pretty hard to get more than that. Right. Yeah. I would suspect there's, there's, I've been able to write, um, like for people that like, I've had a couple of ranchers like, I ain't going, I ain't going to take this if I have to, Yeah, I ain't live my life like this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're like my own home. Yeah. (laughs) And so, um, I'll give them like uh, a script for 180 of like their blood pressure medicine yeah. and they've picked it up and but and it's been fine. And I'm like, that'd be awesome. I'd do that. Jeez. Yeah. But, um, you know, whatever you can do, preferably try to have, I mean, the best thing is to have 30 days that you're not using yeah. that you have, you can fall back on until things get better, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like that over the counter med coming back to that, like pick up some extra ones there. They're there, mm-hmm. they're available, they're cheap. And just have them in the back of your medicine cabinet. Yeah. Um, and then like the the first aid kits, have one and have some supplies there. Like I said, you don't have to go and spend two hundred and fifty dollars on a trauma kit. Yeah. That has all you know all these devices you don't even know how to use. Mm-hmm. And don't forget like feminine hygiene, personal hygiene, sanitation supplies. Like those are kind of included in the medical because it's. You're going to get unhealthy in a scenario where you can't yeah. use toilet paper and exactly, brush yeah. your teeth yeah. and stuff like that. So make sure you have those supplies just to keep your overall health good. Yeah, so, I, I like that. Medical supplies you could definitely go over the top on and try. I mean, and eventually I think we're going to have some option for you guys for yeah, it's like actually antibiotics and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going to give you that information right now because it's in going the, to happen in the right? next few days. It's probably going to be there. So there is a there's a company called Contingency Medical. We've talked about them several times. Yeah. Um, did, they, you, did they send out an extra kit? It's coming. Awesome. Yeah, it's on its way. I went through the process because I have mine. So easy. Yeah. Was yours through contingency? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. They sent one out yeah. about a year ago. Or yeah, so. and so they are so awesome. You just you get a nice supply of antibiotics. and All I, the common standard antibiotics yeah. that treat like almost everything. And I got the plus. Um, so that's Viagra in there. Yeah, it's most just Viagra. I clicked on just Viagra. <laughs> um, no, but it gives Prostate you- pill. <laughs> yeah, Viagra. Prostate pill. Um, but it gives you all these different antibiotics and it, you know, it could be used for hundreds of different ailments, obviously. Yeah. But then it also gives you some extra stuff. Um, I have to go back and look, but I think it had like anti-nausea pills. It does have scopolamine for like- yeah. um, motion sickness and it has uh zofran which zofran, is awesome yeah which is a, a pill that you can always use pretty <laughs> much always. every winter you're gonna use it yeah so um th- this stuff is awesome and it's a really great way to get your preps up in this area so yeah. you, um, i think that's awesome that, that that's available because yeah not everybody's comfortable taking a fish antibiotic because no. it's kind of unpredictable to be honest i've never done it i've never gone to the fish stuff this is why i was really excited with contingency medical said hey let's team up a bit so this is coming this link might not be live right this second, but it's going to be live in the next few days. So yeah. it's contingencymedical.com slash CPP. Okay, guys? You're going to use our code CPP, and you're going to get 20 bucks off your order. That's so awesome. It's a great deal, um, and 
it's so hard to get this stuff otherwise. Yeah. Like, and it's uncomfortable to ask a provider. It's like, so easy. You okay, sending in six antibiotics? Yeah, <laughs> it was really, really easy to go through the process. Yes, yeah. yeah. As so, long as you're not loaded with diseases yeah. and other medications, exactly. Yeah, you can get this pretty quick. <laughs> yep. So, uh, pretty cool. That's yeah. something that's coming very soon. But yeah, so yeah, don't get caught up in like mm-hmm. going over the top with me. You know, don't no. build a hospital in your basement. Not like, yeah, it's probably too much. You just if you take a medicine. 30 days and then get some of those over the counters and a good first aid kit. And you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go over the top. All right. Now it's time to talk about everyone's favorite subject. Good movie, by the way. Over Over the the top. top. Beautiful. (laughs) Um, the favorite subject of many of the preppers out there, that five, five, six. Yeah. Um, everybody keep your panties on. (laughs) Yeah. So this is obviously an often debated subject in prepping circles on social medias. How much ammo do I need? Yeah. How, how many How many guns do I got to get? Um, it's, and how we, much is enough? And, and we, we tease about and make fun of this, mm-hmm. but we have guns of our own. Uh, yeah. So it's Quite like a, few, I, yes. a lot of people are like, these guys are anti-gun. No, well, not a lot of people, but. Not anti-gun. If anybody knows us. <laughs> yeah. We grew up shooting. We oh have guns. Yeah. But it's like this, this area can really... Yeah, be overdone. It can very much take over your prepping and your life sometimes, man. But here's the thing: for a lot of people, they love to focus on this, and I get it. I really do because it's a blast. It's a it, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's like a blast. was <laughs> oh, a joke. <laughs> um, that was a good one. I didn't catch good, it right yeah, away. Now you got it. But it really is. It's so much fun, mm-hmm. right? And if, for a lot of people that I know, people in my family, this is a hobby. It's a pastime. They really get into it. So a focus really gets made here because of that reason. Because that they like makes it. sense. Yes. It's like an easy one to like uh-huh. just drift into your supplies because uh-huh. you do it, you love it, you use it, like yep. go and after There's it. nothing wrong with it. Again, as long as it be, it's a piece of your preparedness and everything else doesn't just get overlooked. And exactly. I feel like it happens very, very frequently. We just had a post the other day on Instagram and there's a lot of these people were just like, well, if I got a, if I I'll got just guns, take what I want, I'll take what I want. And I'm like, okay, you're the reason we're all like, <laughs> and I'm like, and that's, that's going to be super useful in a three day power outage, bro. Are you going to start capping people? And the, the thing is they in? all, yeah. Like when they say that, I'm like, okay, you're on, there's not going to be any, any opposition you're yeah. not gonna get shot at i know like yeah it's like you're bulletproof apparently good luck buddy boy yeah, yeah. anyways this is, this is an area that stockpile and ammo you can go crazy yeah and um and again some people a lot think, more have that plan like the people <laughs> that go overboard like, i know there's a lot more than you know you're yeah. probably gonna get freaking minigun in your face some people just think that as soon as the power goes out they're gonna gear up and lead flying everywhere it's like not <laughs> it's not how it's gonna be right. i i don't think anyways right some areas probably yeah some um, areas it's already happening so let's talk about some factors i think it is something everybody should look at and consider it's probably not for everybody but i think most preppers should consider this and figure out what's good for them yeah so a few factors to consider when you're figuring out how much is enough you know how much do you shoot now is it something that you're using frequently because that will determine Speaking of costs yeah that's not cheap right do you plan to hunt or do you hunt now again when are you? yeah that's right <laughs> the most dangerous game um <laughs> do you live in a very populated area because that could uh, determine how much For you should sure. keep on hand. Um, does that security plan that you have just pretty much hinge on you carrying around an AR at all times? I don't think it's a great idea, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you plan to barter with this ammo? 
Now, that's a big deal. That's a big deal as well. That could really determine how much you should have. And then we go to hunting. You know, obviously, this is a great supplement for food procurement during long-term SHGF scenarios. If the grid's down, trucks stop rolling, obviously, even if you've prepared a bunch of food like we've talked about, you're going to want a way to supplement that food. You don't want to just rely on it. And so hunting is a really great way to do that. And you're going to want probably a few calibers for different types of game. You got rabbit, deer, elk, moose, all that stuff. You don't want to shoot a moose with 22. You don't want to shoot a rabbit with 30 out six. Okay. Do what so, I want. I do what I want. It's my, my gun. My daddy shoot rabbits all the time with a fitty cat. <laughs> well, if you're good, you get them killed. <laughs> you're cooked. Don't matter. Right caliber. as you shoot them. Don't yeah. matter, caliber. That's right. Um, Self defense. You obviously need to protect yourself, your loved ones, your preps. Have you trained with a pistol, an assault rifle, a shotgun? You might want more or less of each of those depending on your home, your situation, and your training. Yeah. So you got to consider that, right? Now, like, th this, that mention of self-defense mm -hmm. is kind of like it's a good thing and it's a bad thing i know it gives people with skill mm -hmm. like an extremely powerful weapon yes to protect themselves it does it gives morons mm -hmm. that didn't do anything yeah. that don't have any training the ability to kill another person like that's but it's true all the time it's the people it's true of all the time right yeah, so exactly. but um, yeah that's gonna go along with knives that's exactly. gonna go along with oh, fists exactly um, fists is less, I'm less worried about fists yeah, than I am about the, the reason I, yes. the reason I say that is just like some of the videos I saw of like Israel, it's just like these little scrawny cowards that are just like I don't know. shooting people cause they have a gun that yep. I'm like, yep, that sucks. But I'm a scrawny coward. Me too. That's why <laughs> you know I mean? this, this makes me yeah. feel comfortable having it. Exactly. Like having a shotgun yeah. between me and my wife at night <laughs> makes me feel like I can do anything. She ain't going to try nothing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you mouthing off. I got a headache. You mouthing off, rubbing the barrel. Uh uh, rubbing the barrel of what? <laughs> Don't try nothing. That's my barrel, baby. Uh, I just had one of those moments last night where I heard something downstairs, and mm. I was like, going through my head, I'm like, okay, what do I do? What do Probably I do? go grab my shotgun, yeah. and I would put my flash, and I'm like, holy crap! I know. You don't want to be in that situation. You just you? go through it in your head, though. But. Yeah. You also have to consider, like, do you live in a more volatile region of the world? And, like, just Cam was talking, if you're hanging out in Gaza oh or God. in Israel, you got to consider this in a different way. I mean, obviously, nobody there is listening to us, but um, mm -hmm. do you have to worry about some sort of a, a war, like civil war, World yeah. War Three terrorists, you know, gang violence, all those things, that will definitely determine how you prep in this situation. Yeah. Um, group, and this is what I was talking about before. But you, again, I'm glad I'm in this country. If anybody were to invade, good luck. Good <laughs> luck. Seriously. Do you have someone in your group who has more of a focus on firearms? This might dictate your how much papa. you worry. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like, I obviously I have preps here, I have ammo here, I have, but I know that like I'm at my dad's house every week. I look in his <laughs> in his preps or when it comes to ammo and guns every week. Like it's, it's almost ridiculous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like, I know that, you know, and, and I know I shouldn't rely on that completely and that's why I have my own, but I do know that if it gets to some sort of a more long-term situation, I don't have to worry about it quite as much. Right. But you're glad he has that. I'm glad he has it. It's See, great. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> because he's obviously you're not gonna... like, this is ridiculous, dad. You're yeah. like, awesome. This great. is your thing and you know how to use mm -hmm. it. He knows how to reload. And he's going to rely on me for some other things. Yeah. Right. Like water and, and food, maybe. I mean, he has his own entertainment. But entertainment. 
I get up in front and I do a skit probably. <laughs> For the family. The girls. <laughs> yeah. Dad, watch this. This one's called Living in the Apocalypse. 459 mm. <laughs> yeah. Watch this. So anyways, um, so how much? You yeah. know, and there's a lot of places online that you can find these uh, numbers that people have come up with. And, and I found one sort of number that a lot of them are coming back to. So I thought I would just throw it out there. Some experts are saying, for preparedness, they're they're saying you should have you know a smaller caliber like a twenty two a pistol like a nine mm or a forty five that's sort of more long range stuff like a two two three or five five six and some shotgun shells so they're saying a thousand rounds of twenty two a thousand rounds of nine mm thousand rounds of two two three five hundred shotgun shells that so, ain't getting good that ain't going good not even close <laughs> that's that, a lot of money it, right it'll get there. me through the weekend <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, I won't be able to raid like three or four houses with that. Gosh damn! And get me through one suburb. That's it. <laughs> okay, that's one subdivision for <laughs> sure. Yeah, it ain't much. That's all my all my ammo strategized on subdivisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, for an average prepper who's looking to that's add a, firearms to have that. into their preps, it's a great number to shoot for. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> a good one. Puns all <laughs> over. <laughs> Fund all over. But again, this is all very dependent on your situation, and it can get quickly out of hand. Like you can start like having tens of thousands of rounds of ammo. Yeah. If that's you, that's great. But just understand that it it, it can get out of hand pretty quick. For sure. So that's ammo. Okay. Yeah. Any anything else to uh, add to that for for you? I don't like that section. You like that? You didn't, or no. you did? Actually, with yeah, I was looking at. I need to get more nine millimeter. My jays are expensive. I know they are, man. It's like a box is what, like twenty five bucks now or something. I don't know. They. I remember getting them for eight ninety nine at one point. Yeah, you know. But I got the twenty two rounds. Yeah, I'm good with that. It's just, it's important to consider. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yes, I own a twenty two. Yeah, <laughs> and also what is important to consider is electrolyte deficiency. Yes. Okay. Oh because it, it's like it causes it, it, headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness, all these things. And as people who want to be prepared and ready for anything, the last thing you need is something that's going to slow you down when you want to be ready the most. That's why we at Casual Preppers have teamed up with Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. We think Element is perfect for bug out bags and EDC kits, and just like every day. I drink one of these pretty much every I day. I love this stuff. Tastes good, yeah. and it'll keep you alive. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. Casual Preppers listeners can get a free Element sample pack when you make any purchase through our exclusive Casual Preppers link. That gives you one packet of every flavor. Every time you order, there's no Best questions. Way to do it. No questions asked. Refunds on all orders. You don't even have to send it back. So, and you, this is my favorite part: is you can get it every single time. It's not just your first time. This is every time. Go to our link at drinkelement.com. Almost sounds dirty that you can just keep using that. Something's wrong with that, they, right? They, they, there's yeah. a loophole that we gave you. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Drinkelement.com/slash/casualpreppers. Get your first order in with your free sample pack. That's drinkelment.com/slash/casualpreppers. Mm. Yeah, I don't go to jujitsu without one. Yeah, I I do not. Yeah, that stuff, it tastes good. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. Yep. I love how it's like, (laughs) never mind. 
<laughs> science back formula. We've got it. It's a thousand milligrams, <laughs> two hundred and sixty That's milligrams enough. of those three. They, they they knew it. They knew how much was it's enough. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it does taste perfect. It does. It really so does. weird when it touches your tongue. You're like, mm. ooh, it's too salty. It's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Now we've kind of gone through the things that are like key prepping areas mm-hmm. of how much and you know. And I don't think we gave you any answers. Nah. You got to do your own research. Yeah. yeah. It's important for you to do that. Um, but the thing is, there are certain things that you can do, mm-hmm. and I don't think there's ever enough of this stuff. Mm, maybe. I guess, I guess, I guess, maybe. Yeah. I guess maybe some not. of them, yes. Yeah. That's true. I will talk about it a there little bit. There is a limit that. a bit yeah. on that. But, mm-hmm. um, but you're but right. for example, like um, knowledge and skills, mm-hmm. like- I mean, you could go overboard and just focus so much on those, but you can. Yeah. But the thing is, you're gonna. It doesn't weigh anything. No. It doesn't expire. Doesn't my brain get heavier when no. I learn more? No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was science. <laughs> They've proven it to maybe be possible. I swear, the more I read, the heavier my head gets. Like yeah. it's hard to it's hold. Pushing it my eyeballs out. <laughs> yeah, something's going on. <laughs> my yeah. ears are leaking a little. My teeth are getting more loose. Yeah. Got to make some room for oh, that brain. I don't like that. <laughs> It's like my worst fear. I Another had, book? <laughs> second oh, molar falling there, there out. There goes that molar. <laughs> Pops right out. <laughs> Guess what? Your nose is going to be plugged all the time. <laughs> Brain tissue pushing down into it. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, son. You're getting too smart. Back off on the books. <laughs> Start watching some movies and reading some water, playing video games. <laughs> have you considered TikTok yeah. on a regular basis? Yeah, have you listened to this podcast called The Casual Preppers? This is going to help <laughs> shrink in we your brain. We found 866% brain reduction yeah. over a span over you, a year. You start talking stupid, looking stupid, and being stupid, <laughs> but your brain gets smaller. And your neck and shoulders, they all do better with less weight. Yeah. Yeah. Try to recommend it. Yeah, try, try. So, um, but yeah, like skills and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, you can keep doing that through all parts of life <laughs> you can. and even into the apocalypse. So yeah, for sure. like books and, um, and all that stuff. I was reading a book earlier today. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Knowledge is power. Like yeah. a cartoon. What is that? The magic school bus or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I never watched that. But, um, but, but not only like. Are they valuable for you and for other people in mm-hmm. community and stuff? Like skills allow you to be much more efficient yeah. in your decision making and, and your preps. Like you have a better um, solution to problems, and you don't have to stock up on so many things that you don't mm-hmm. need because you're smarter now and your yeah. brain's heavier. <laughs> <laughs> Got to work them neck muscles, but you'll be smarter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, but that's the thing. Like, uh, there are those things that. Mm. How much is enough? It's like you can kind of keep going with these things and push it to the max. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But the, but they're not they're not as stressful because, like I said, they don't take up other than brain space. <laughs> they don't take. I shouldn't have brought that I up. Know, sorry, it's too funny. Now it's like, you screwed me up because yeah. it's too funny. But anyways, yeah. Um, but the but it's that value. Um, it's, it's priceless. It know? really is. So. Um, and then we go to another area in this, which is physical fitness, right? <laughs> Right, so dumb. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Of course, it's dumb. Um, well, I love knowledge, but I don't like shoulder pain. Yeah, like, I gotta keep it down just a little bit. One book a month, and that's enough. Lost four teeth last month <laughs> from studying all these books. God's damn dentist making a lot of money off of me. That's how they do it. They get people smart. They get yep. 
Just keep reading books. Come back in. Yeah, read this book. Come on back. Eat candy in. and read books. <laughs> yeah. Drink great. pop. Great, great way to do it. Uh, we talk about physical fitness. Um, you know, that's one prep that's kind of hard to overdo, but I will talk about it. You can't overdo that's it. I was going to say, you when can't I look down, it. I was like, that's the one. Um, but it's really, really easy to under prep, underdo it. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> that's the best under way. Under prep. You can definitely underdo it. Um, it sounds like when you push somebody on a... Look, I don't want to set the bar, <laughs> yeah. so I'm just going to stay away. I mean. Yeah. Underdo. It just sounds like when you're pushing someone on a swing and you go underneath them. That's an underdo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking about that. <laughs> kind of... <laughs> do an underdo, daddy. I'll push it real high. <laughs> underdo. You got to scream underdo when you go under... That wasn't... I don't <laughs> What do you call it? Wasn't it something like that when your kids would like, do a... I don't know. She is, man. I don't remember. Go under. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> underdo. Stupid. My dad does it. Underdo. My so fun. So, my dad's so fit. I'll he let does. my mom push because my dad does the underdo. My mama can't do the underdo. I'm going to see that. Is she a... cook a quesadilla, though. <laughs> it's cold. It's underdo. <laughs> I, my armpits stink. I need some underdo. <laughs> Whatever. Everybody's brain got way smaller. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so obviously, f- physical health—it's something that really isn't necessarily just for preparedness, right? It's for your life, man. This is life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid crap, man. Sorry. Um, My wife—I'm sure she's like—I skipped through the last 15 minutes. I know. Um, I suppose you could say you—you you know, you could overdo. Fitness. A lot of people do. It, it starts taking over their free time. There's something of. <laughs> that was on a movie. What? It's like, there's something called being too healthy. It's what killed Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> killed Bruce Lee. Um, yeah, but like, it can start to like negatively affect your life overall. Like, it really can. Yeah. Uh, it takes all your free time. You just, you're obsessed with it. Um, your medical preparedness goes way down. It goes way down, yeah. Because you don't get cut when you're healthy. But obviously, this goes with all areas of preparedness. Um, and, and you could take this to a point where, like, one of those gym, gym freak, you know, dropping roids and you have so much muscle <laughs> sucking up all the calories, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, we talked about it. You can hardly walk. Your arms are out like this, <laughs> you know? You just look ridiculous, too, yeah. sometimes, as says the skinny guy. <laughs> I know. Says the skinny guy. <laughs> you look stupid. Then you run away. <laughs> you look so dumb. I got four inch biceps. Um, but you got mine are only four. Yeah, eighteen inch buys. Mine, are, mine are only four. <laughs> um, but you got to find the balance. You yeah. know. So for pre- pre- for preparedness, it's all about being as healthy as you can, and like to a level of fitness that you can do the things you might need to do in, in an emergency Done. Next situation. Section. <laughs> That's it. Well, I'm there. That worked. <laughs> Uh, Move on. How much is enough? I've met it. Yeah. Next question. (laughs) No more information. My brain's heavy as it should be. (laughs) Trying to lose some weight. Fear I lose it in my brain. (laughs) That's why I focus on losing weight. Yep. (laughs) Um, Was that it? (laughs) Yeah, that was it. Sorry. Um, And I guess this this plan can be, well, this plan can be overdone as well. Yeah, planning. How much is enough? Um, Obviously... None of this works if you don't have a good plan. Sure. You've got to spend some time, work on that. And, and that goes probably more so for food than a lot of them because mm-hmm. it's like you can accumulate one year in your basement, but 
There's a lot of scenarios that are going to force you out of your home. And then, sure. and then what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do? I don't know. So um, you've got to have a plan in place and plan B, plan C, and stuff like that. But also, I mean, you can overdo these. Like some people have like this massive plan and spend all their time planning mm-hmm. um, to where it's like nothing's really it's confusing. It's, it's convoluted and, and, you know, yeah. it's like, well, and I think you can sort of, uh, some people can rely on planning too much and not, yeah. and not be open to, well, what if the plan changes? Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and you, cause you have to be a little fluid. That's where skills, yeah. knowledge come into play. You gotta be fluid. Intelligent. Mm-hmm. Cause you get, yeah, you gotta be fluid. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that, I mean, those are things that don't take up space. They take a little time mm-hmm. and it'll make a big difference in the long run. Uh, yeah. Getting a good plan, and, uh, you know, and, and basically just don't spend all of your time making this huge yeah. elaborate plan. Cause there's going to be things thrown in the way and obstacles are going to change it up. So for sure. God, we, you know, quick on your feet, <laughs> agile. That's right. You really Barry do. Sanders. The, the whole thing is like, you know, with this, there's a million different aspects to preparedness. Um, and you have to go out there and you have to find the right balance for you because preparedness is, it's individual. It's, it's not one size fits all for any of these areas at all. Mm-hmm. We can, like we did, we gave you some minimum numbers or maybe some things to shoot for. Um, but you know, we can give you optimal for certain situations basically, but it's all just so individual. It's hard to do, you know, what's best for your area, your situation, your financial status, your wants, your needs, your areas of interest. So really in our opinion, it's just best not to let any of this take over your life. That's one of the things that we wanted to talk about in this. Like you don't let it take over your life. Yeah. I think, I I think with prepping too, it's, it's like some people say it's never enough. Yeah. Like you always need more. And I think that Mm. will take you backwards. Like, I think I, so I think too. it will frustrate you to a point to where you just, you don't continue adding and building yeah. onto, you know, your plan and stuff. And you don't always have to like add more food. It could just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to work on it and, and optimize my yeah. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So like to me, preparedness, it should be an overall plus yeah. in the end, right? It shouldn't be a drain. It shouldn't feel it's, like, yeah, exactly. Shouldn't feel like it's taking you backwards. You know, don't let these like silly arbitrary numbers lead you down a path that it becomes a negative to your life. Like, well, I have to get that year. So I really got to spend all this money and all this time. And really it's like taking away from the overall, uh, you know, enjoyment of your life. It should help you. Yeah. You know, and, and it could, I, I can see that. Yeah. hundred percent. And I see it happen actually. Mm-hmm. And then Remember, this is like, I don't know how many times I have to tell like commenters on the internet, like preparedness isn't just for the apocalypse. Like that's the whole, like, yes. in fact, it's rarely for that. <laughs> right. Like almost never. The chance yeah. of it being for the apocalypse is pretty slim. You have to remember that preparedness is 99.99% everyday preparedness. Yeah. It should be fun. It should be helpful in like all the situations that you see. It shouldn't, you shouldn't just be focusing on that EMP that's going to maybe happen right. or the CME or the Yellowstone volcano, right? And if that happens, hey, great. You're going to make it 72 hours. Yeah. You'll you be great. Exactly. You'll be glad. But I, I just say that because don't feel like you haven't gotten to that number that people are saying, you know, well, it's true. You get caught up in like, man, I don't have that year. I'm a Mm -hmm. failure. Like, yeah, I'm not really a true prepper. Like, cause I haven't planned this out well enough. Like I financially have the means to do it, but it just hasn't been priority. So I blew it. 
Yeah, so that's that's not the case. That's easy to feel that way yeah, too. Exactly. Because I'm like, we've been doing this <laughs> for so for what, like five six years, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I could have such a, a oh, yeah. massive like well mm-hmm. laid out plan, and you know maybe even a bunker dug at this yeah, point. But exactly. That ain't my life. Nope. Exactly. It's not. So again, I'll die along with the rest of them. How much is enough? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> Play this first. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what? Why to listen? Why to this? I listen to this freaking thing? For That's that fine. Long. But it's yeah, it's time for the quick and dirty yeah. medical tip. So, um, I just wanted to mention a little uh, bit about epinephrine. Mm. So, there are a lot of people that have problems with anaphylactic reactions, and so mm-hmm. if you're one of those, or you know have a family member that is super allergic to bees, you should have an EpiPen on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're expensive and they expire quickly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But what I wanted to mention about those is I, I want to have one. I, like, I haven't written, but I'd probably have to pay out of pocket and all that and it's expensive. But mm-hmm. I think it's a really valuable thing to have in your medical kit. And I don't think it's too much. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's enough. It's not too much. <laughs> okay. But the reason I, I think they have a lot of value is because you may run into something, um, come in contact with something that causes this, and mm-hmm. like, a, and you do not. You, I mean, you have minutes, yeah. until something bad could happen. But what I wanted to kind of focus on is they did studies on epinephrine and pins and storage. Even poorly stored pins were still useful, like two years. Ones that hadn't been stored in a cold, mm-hmm. you know, in a controlled environment, Dry, cool dark environment. and no, out of the sunlight. So. If you have EpiPens, I would never throw them away. Mm. Like, they have value. They would still work. And mm-hmm. again, this isn't medical advice. Yeah. This is just what the studies have shown. And I'm, I'm just advising, like, if everybody could have an EpiPen or get one, mm-hmm. I think it would be useful. I'm not telling everybody to go run yeah. out and get one. But if you have somebody that you know, you definitely should have one. And mm-hmm. if you're getting, hopefully, each year, you're kind of renewing that script and having new EpiPens, don't throw away the old ones. Because yeah. they've proven, even at four years, there was enough to kind of... Um, Help. Basically stop the anaphylactic mm-hmm. or hold it in place so that they could get medical attention and stuff like that. So that's a good... That's it's good, a quick one. Um, good to know. And, and they exist... Like, anaphylaxis does exist. And mm-hmm. um, if I think more people had EpiPens on hand, uh, more lives would be saved. I like that. But... um. But that's the thing. They're expensive and they expire quickly, but they don't really expire. Yeah. So. That's enough knowledge for today. My head's getting heavy. Oh my gosh. I about fell off the chair. The tooth is rattling a little bit. <laughs> my tongue's getting fat. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, we've done today. <laughs> I don't learn too much today. <laughs> if Pippin don't do too much. <laughs> Oh man, everybody's brains shrunk at the like midway through this. Good it just Lord. got worse. They they got a little heavy, yeah. and then they went back to baseline. Well, we like to keep it just nice and even. Yeah, you know, yeah. give you a little knowledge, take a little away. <laughs> you know, we do like, a little give and take on yeah, this podcast yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, sure. Just when you start feeling like it's too much, yeah, you take it away. Well, I'm actually learning something from these guys. Then we do a stupid we voice. We give us and we take us. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, just like the DMV. <laughs> just like the government and everybody <laughs> yeah. else. Um, all right, guys, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Please go visit our sponsors. Please go follow us on all the socials because those suckers hate us. No On kidding. the socials, they keep banning us and stuff. Yeah. 
talking about hippos yeah. on the IG. Saw your rings, Gray. You shoot guns, don't you? Banned. <laughs> yeah, you're done. <laughs> um, yeah, IG, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all the places. We appreciate you. Love you. Stay survived.